0: This
1: is Scripture Read Badly, a podcast where two grown-up pastor's kids discuss the stories of the Bible in chronological order,
0: attempting to avoid heresy, and generally having a good time.
1: I'm Jeremy. And I'm Ryan. Sit back and rejoice. Today's verse comes from the book of Judges, chapter 13, verse... 16 and the angel of the lord said to Manoah if you detain me I will not eat of your food but if you prepare a burnt offering then offer it to the lord for Manoah did not know that he was the angel of the lord this is our first example of takeaway food he didn't want to stay and wait for it to be made for him he wanted to take it to go mm. this is scripture read badly and I am Jeremy Barry Randall the second of his name no the first of his name
0: <laughs> the first so and far, and with me is Ryan, Ryan Luke Winslade, the first of my name. I actually share no names with any of my ancestors. Do you? I mean, oh, other, really? other than Winslade, obviously. Um, do you? Do you share Jeremy or Barry with any of your?
1: Uh, Jeremiah is a prophet from the Bible, so technically, as I am a son of God uh... in quotation marks. <laughs> And then Barry is my nana's middle name Her name was Nora Barry Randall Because that was her mother's mother's maiden name Oh, oh cool So I share technically all of my names Although also technically Jeremy is not shared
0: Boo Yeah, no Barry
1: is All of my siblings had shared names Two of my sisters were aunties or cousins And my brother was my dad's middle name And his dad's real name, Richard Oh, cool I like that. All right. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm I am considering.
1: my brother did that with his sons. I'm considering passing
0: ask. on my middle name, Luke. I think Luke Winslade is a good second and third name, but... It is with very a, good. ...with a different first name. Because um, I just, I don't feel two like... Two middle names? Uh, I don't think so. I'm not heaps into that. I feel like it just gets confusing on forms. Uh, my wife, Fiona, yeah. has two middle names, and so some forms she just has to do one of them because it's a long middle name and then a short middle name so the the long middle name kind of takes up all the form and it's just she, (laughs) she only has one middle name for this particular system but then for this other one she has two and i just feel like it's it's too confusing i'm not a big fan
1: I feel like some of those people just initial both middle names. So, like, Jer- Jeremy B. Q. Randall.
0: <laughs> what does the Q stand for?
1: I don't know. Quincy. I should have thought up an actual name. Actually, Evan, my best friend Evan, months, rang me up and said, Hey, dude, I'm in the name change office before my wedding because he wanted to change his last name. Yeah. If you give me $70, I'll change my name to Evan Murray Barry Buckley, which is my middle name. Yep. And I was like, "What? I want that so bad!" But it was an uh, answering machine uh, message, and he had already done it. Oh so no! Missed out on that. <laughs> Could have had my name on someone else's name.
0: Wow. All right. Well, it's not every day that you get an opportunity like that, so it's sad you missed it. So sad. Yeah. All right. Well. Anyway,
1: mo- so today we're talking about Samson, who Samsung. is known by many for his strength and his dreadlocks.
0: Uh, Yeah, potentially.
1: we'll get to that. Potentially dreadlocks.
0: Definitely known for not attending uh, a barbershop booking very often. Um, Nope. Only once in his life, apparently, and it uh, didn't end that well until it all grew back. So don't want to spoil too much, but uh, we did kind of touch on this at the end of the last episode, in the birth of Samson, and how God... Uh, called him before he was born through his parents. So let's get right into Judges chapter 13. And now, just as a little bit of context, um, everybody, I'm sure, listening will remember that a lot of these Judges have all taken place around the central region of Israel. And if you have a map, which you probably don't, but if you do, uh, you're looking south of Dan. Um, Dan was kind of... Uh let's see. Jeremy, what's a what's a good what is a good geographical location to compare Israel to? Just kind of a rectangle. Um it looks like Larry the what? cucumber on the side kind of leaning oh, over Oh, I bit.
1: get what you're saying. Yeah,
0: so I'm trying to trying to paint a visual in people's minds because this is radio, not television, so uh Uh
1: just imagine um it looks a bit oh. like a thumb or a finger. A thumb, or uh, actually, now I'm remem- now I'm imagining uh, modern day Israel, not those times Israel. Mm. Right. So and I can't even imagine what that looks like. Okay. So the it's like a ham, like a big old ham. Yeah, it's Whoa, like a big old ham. inappropriate reference. All right. So imagine no pork here. Imagine
0: Israel uh, at the time, like a finger. Okay, and the finger is kind yep. of pointing north. By northeast, so it's not quite straight up, but it's a little bit leaning over because that's the direction of the the uh, the water to the to the west, um, and so the the middle knuckle of your pointer finger as you look at it is kind of the central region that's around Dan, Ephraim, Benjamin, and kind of a little bit of Manasseh, and up north you have Asher, Naphtali, Zebulun, Issachar, Manasseh, Gad, and then Reuben's down the side and the bottom and the right. Uh, and Judah's down the bottom, right? And Simeon's kind of... Judah
1: your... is down the bottom, that's Simeon, their song.
0: Yeah, Simeon is your knuckle that connects to your hand. So the uh, the the knuckle that, that moves a lot when you flick your finger, right? So around the middle knuckle on your finger, that's where a lot of the judges have been. That's where a lot of the conflict has been. And now just a little yep. bit south of that is where... Uh, and... And west, so bordering on the water, that's where the Philistines live. So they're kind of inside the allotted uh, land that Judah was supposed to inherit, but because they didn't drive out everybody in there, they were still living there. So that's kind of... Although
1: there was times where they did drive them out, like that guy that hit, like, all the ox dudes. Shamgar. Uh, Shamgar. Mm -hmm. 600 of them.
0: Yep. He hit all the ox dudes, yes. Yes. He got the all the Minotaur. ox dudes in the face
1: with a bone.
0: <laughs> yep. So, yeah, that's right. And so they've come back into where they used to dwell. And so the, the Philistines are inside the territory of what the Israelites should have inherited. Um, so that's something good to keep in mind. So this is basically an internal threat uh, that we're about to see arise. And most of the other tribes, the other nations around, have attacked them from outside of the... Uh, ...outside of the Promised Land, so they've come in, made their attack, sometimes oppressed from within, but then always been driven back out. These Philistines have essentially grown as a growth on the knuckle of Israel, and so they've just kind of... ...they've appeared in the middle of Judah's land, uh, just south of Dan. So... Uh sorry if that didn't make much sense, but there was a certain man of Zora, and that's not saying he was a fish man like in Zelda, but there was a sort a certain man of Zora. <laughs> it was a certain man of Zora. Um I can see what's happening. They don't have a clue. Uh he was a tribe uh of the tribe of the Danites. His name was Manoa. Okay? Not Manua. Manoa. Which is
1: French for Noah? Yeah. <laughs> my Noah uh, yeah, exactly. My brother of Noah. Manoah. This is Manoa.
0: The, this is my that's Italian actually. Uh, his wife was Baron. A bitly boob, huh? His wife was Baron. Not she was a baron, that she would be a baroness, but she was Baron. Her name is Baron. Had no children. Her name was Mrs. Baron Manoah. Uh, she had no children. <laughs> the angel of the Lord came to her and said Look, you're barren, you don't have any kids. But you will conceive and bear a son. Jeremy, at this time of the year, what other biblical story does this remind you of?
1: Uh, Elizabeth? Hang on, was Elizabeth yeah. barren? Yeah, Elizabeth so. was yeah. hella barren. Yeah. <laughs> And then an angel came back and was like, hey, dude, you're mm-hmm. going to have a son. Yep. And then her husband's like, that's not real. And he's like, you're not going to talk until it's born. Dumbstruck. <laughs> Take that, buddy. Yeah. Now you're going to have to write things down.
0: <laughs> he was just texting and all And so
1: in this story, she's going to have a bear. She's uh, going to give birth to a bear. The first woman to give birth to a bear.
0: Yeah. A, a little, little cub. So uh, she's going to conceive a bear son. Um, (laughs) she's going to conceive and bear a naked son, a naked son. There we go. Uh, therefore be careful. Don't drink wine or strong drink. Obviously we know now that is a good medical practice when you're pregnant to not drink alcohol because it might have negative effects on the baby. Uh, and don't eat anything unclean. Now this is something that is not medical, but, or maybe it is, I don't know. Uh, but has spiritual significance. Because we know from the book of Leviticus in particular that God has a strong emphasis placed on what is clean and what is unclean. And uh, there is a certain vow that is outlined, I think it's in Numbers, uh, that talks about uh, the the, the Nazarite vow, which is dedicating your entire life to God. And basically allowing him to take care of you, not enjoying some of the pleasures that other people do, like wine and
1: cutting your hair.
0: And pork. Yeah, all these... The the unclean things are to ensure that this child will be born clean in the eyes of God. With a sweet,
1: naturally made mullet. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Exactly. But not like Like Esau. Like all the best children. (laughs) Because Esau came out and he just had fur. Uh, but this, oh, true. this guy's going to have a mullet when he comes out. He'll be like Superman coming back from the dead after the death of Superman when he comes out in the black suit and he has a mullet because he's yep. apparently being in the uh, the chamber. His hair continued to grow even though he was... Whatever. Uh, all right. So don't, dri- don't eat anything unclean because you will conceive and bear a son. So he hammers it home again. This is what's going to happen. And this is the Angel of the Lord... Who, Jeremy, who have we uh, speculated this to be in the past?
1: Uh, the guy that meets Gideon. Mm-hmm. That big old uh, priest that doesn't have any family. Uh, i forgotten his name. I keep thinking Methuselah, but it's not that. No. Uh, Met, Melchizedek. M-word. Melchizedek. Mm-hmm. The guy that re- wrestles Jacob. Yep. Uh, the guy that tells Abraham that he's going to have a son. Yep. Oh, the three guys. Sorry, there were three guys. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? There's another one. Oh, uh, the guy that talks. Oh, but this could be just an angel. It may not be Jesus. Did, the wait, guy that talks did, did to Joshua say, about.
0: It sounded like you said this could be just an angel. Uh, so with my oh we, with oh, my amazing skills, I'm just looking up just an angel. Um, just an angel. Yeah, just an angel.
1: Mr. Uh, Justin Angel. It
0: looks like Justin Angel is a singer uh, of the band Justin Angel Band. Uh, Yeah, and a magician and an MMA
1: fighter. What? Justin Angel (laughs) has... He's got a round, man. He could be an actual angel because he can... I was about to say swim through the air. No, he can fly. (laughs) Uh... And the last anyway. one I was going to mention was the guy that talked to Joshua about if you were for us or against us, and he yes. said, no, I'm for the Lord. Commander of the Lord's That armies. could be Jesus too, mm-hmm. or it could be just an angel.
0: Yeah, it could be just an angel. And if it is just an angel, then we know that God sent him because it says the angel of the Lord. So just an angel on behalf of the Lord was the one to deliver this. Uh, this stuff to
1: i wonder if this ever happens to barren women nowadays where they're like come on i want a baby and then out of nowhere an angel's just like all right yeah just don't drink wine or cut your hair
0: maybe it does maybe it's disregarded or maybe Maybe we should
1: ask more women with mullets if an angel (laughs) came to tell them to stop cutting their hair
0: wait if the women had mullets
1: yeah like hey lady is this mullet because an angel told you (laughs) Or are you just stylish?
0: Not not asking the the mums who refuse to cut their little boy's hair until it's like the, the half the length of their body. Well, it, we should ask them to. Yeah, that's
1: right. Or just try and give the baby um, wine and see what the mum does. Yeah, <laughs> like, no wine.
0: I guess so. All right. So he he goes into detail about the the different uh, conditions of the Nazarite vow. Obviously, no strong drinks so and no straight cordial. Um, so no coddies for you And uh, no razor Shall come upon his head Which means he will grow up to have Long hair and a beard And it will probably be a little bit uneven and patchy um, Yeah it will Because that's what happens If you never shave uh, Alright He won't eat anything unclean So It says that he will be a Nazarite to God From the womb Which is the ultimate dedication Of of a Nazarite vow, because as we read in so Numbers, so that's his
1: office. He'll stay in the womb. That's right. Um,
0: I think what we read in Numbers was something like, "You can take a Nazarite vow for a short period of time." Uh, yep. But what God is saying is that this guy will be a lifelong Nazarite, and that is how he will honor me. That is how he will judge Israel. So it's it's pretty interesting that God has told him to make, uh, told his parents to make this vow on his behalf before he's born instead of allowing him to make it for himself when he's older, like all the other judges were called when they were older. Um, So it's, it's very interesting that he's starting so early uh, starting in the womb. So he, uh, then the Justin angel disappears and Samson's mother goes to her husband and says, a man of God came to me. His appearance was like the angel of God. Very awesome. <laughs> Very awesome. He was awesome. The awesomest. Yeah. Uh, I didn't ask him where he was from, and he didn't tell me his name. It was just an angel, of course. Uh, yeah. But he said to me, Behold, Justin. you shall conceive a son. He'll be a Nazarite. Blah, blah, blah. Until the day of his death. Uh, and Manoah prayed to God and said, Please let me. Let me. uh, Let the man of God. Yeah, let the man of God whom you send come to us again to teach us what we had to do with this child when it is born. And God listened to Manoah's voice, and the angel came again to the woman as she sat in the field. And it's interesting that he's coming to the woman because, um, as we've discussed about patriarchy in the Bible before, there is the potential that this is God doing, I think, what? what Paul says in Corinthians something like that, using the foolish things to confound the wise or in this case it'd be something like using the the lesser uh, people to bring glory to God kind of from humble origins.
1: So Ryan has just gone offline a little bit, but I think what he was saying was uh, he was being countercultural.
0: And do you think that is God choosing to establish Samson's call in humility?
1: Uh, maybe Manoah was just busy. Okay. Because it's weird that Manoah did the praying, and then he comes to talk to the lady, and then Manoah comes out of nowhere. But it's also that the woman was carrying Samson, so she needed to know a lot of things. Hmm. Or maybe she didn't. Maybe Samson was destined to be a mummy's boy, which is totally positive and uh, fine. Like Jacob. But... Yeah, exactly hmm. Alright, so what, what, um, were you, yep.
0: what were you saying about the angel when the when the call dropped before?
1: Oh, that Manoah did not know that he was the angel of the lord So maybe the angel was just looking plain oh, yeah. He didn't have a glow-in-the-dark aura and wings Yep Which is interesting because all the other angels we have met are like Fear-mongers, almost Right In the most positive way ever That's a negative term, but yeah. I'm meaning it in like the awe kind of way Sure. So Manoah took a young goat with the grain offering and offered it on the rock to the Lord instead of preparing it for the ninja angel.
0: Yep.
1: And when the flame went up to heaven, the angel went up to the flame. Uh, went up in the flame of the altar. Ooh, that's sweet.
0: Yeah. That's like really just cool. an
1: angel, the magician. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the Lord appeared to more to Manoah and his wife. Then Manoah knew that he was the angel of the Lord. So God is very intentional and very serious about this kid being dedicated to him. Mm. He doesn't come once. He comes multiple times. Yep. And his wife says, if the Lord had meant to kill us, he would not have accepted a burnt offering and shown us all these things. And so she must have been a bit fearful at first, but now she is totally on board that this kid is dedicated to the Lord. And the spirit of the Lord began to stir in him. Yep. In Mahanehdan yeah. <laughs> between Zora and Eshtol, which is an interesting detail that we probably don't need to know about. Right. Unless it's important for some reason, maybe it means something awesome in French I, slash Hebrew.
0: Okay, I feel like that's just establishing for people that know the region, establishing what part of Israel he was in, what part of Dan. Um because there are some things later that are important about how far he carries the city gates and this, that, and the other thing. So there, there's some geographical, uh, I guess, signposts that are being set here by the author um, so that people have a little bit better... Uh, a, a bit better understanding of uh, the exact location. Um but with that said, to us, it doesn't really mean anything at all. But we know that it's in Dan, so it's kind of on the uh, the middle knuckle of the finger of Israel. Uh, so then we have chapter 14.
1: Knuckle. Samson's
0: marriage. Uh, Jeremy, without reading ahead, who do you think Samson was married to? Can you name his wife?
1: Uh, Her name is my wife. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Correct, my bride. <laughs> it's not Delilah, as as some people may have been thinking. While that's they, later on, that's right. Samson went down to Timnah, and at Timnah he saw one of the daughters of the Philistines. So, Samson has a bit of a thing for these Philistine ladies. That's what we will come to know uh, with uh, with going ahead with Samson, and Delilah, and all that type of thing. But basically, he goes down to a town. And he's like, Oh, I like the look of her, she's a bit of a looker. I'll uh I'll go get her a number or something like that. He came up told his father and mother, I saw one of the daughters of the Philistines at Tim at Timnah. Now get her for me as my wife. Uh he seems to be a bit gruff, maybe a little bit yeah. unloving and uh abrasive in his communication,
1: maybe. Well, he is an only child, right?
0: Uh, yeah, presumably, yeah, that's right
1: so Yeah,
0: okay, sure and he
1: is chosen by
0: the Lord Right, and he's probably grown up very earnest um, Yep Under very earnest circumstances I don't think Israel has been oppressed up
1: to this point
0: uh, That we have read uh, Or actually, what am I saying? They, uh, they Gave
1: them into the hand of the Philistines for 40 years Yeah, right Oopsie. First one Sure. That's fine. Yep. So, but okay. then you wonder what the Phil- like. how close were the Philistines? Did they give them their own Israelite towns and then leave them alone? So he just had to walk to the next town. Mm. And was he allowed to just go to the next town? And was there a lot of intermarriage?
0: Uh, th- there shouldn't have been. Oh, well.
1: And if they nope.
0: were thinking, there should not have been at all uh it doesn't look like from from a little map that i have in my esv study bible uh the town he walked to timna from was not very far looked like it was maybe uh 15 kilometers take him a couple hours so he came back and said i like the look of this girl go get her she's she's mine i want her Uh, But his father and mother said to him, is there not a woman among the daughters of your relatives or among all our peoples? You must go after a wife from the uncircumcised Philistines. That's a phrase that will come back to us with David, I think. Um,
1: David. So this is like Romeo being like, go get Juliet.
0: Yes. Except in the case of Romeo and Juliet, both families were kind of equal in social status, they just didn't like each other. But in this oh. case, Israel was supposed to be set apart and not intermarry, but the Philistines didn't care. So okay. it's it's a little bit different.
1: It's like... Very uh, true. Yeah. it's That's yeah. a good explanation of
0: that. Thanks. Um, so Samson was pretty stubborn, though, and said, She is right in my eyes. So love at first sight, maybe. But how did he know? It, it says that he saw her. But I wonder if that means he actually interacted with her and talked to her and said, Are you married? No? Good. Let me meet your parents. Let me take you out on the paddle boats on Lake Burley Griffin. Let me take you to
1: good And show you all the dead bodies. And exactly.
0: And the trolleys. And see what you think about the Captain Cook's jet. Uh, which is oh, actually yeah. a fountain. But it's called the jet. It's actually a jet, but it sounds like a plane. But it's not a plane. Uh, and he probably had all that dialogue with her, and she yeah. probably answered in perfect
1: every... Philistinian. Exactly. Um, He's bilingual.
0: He is. Uh, maybe. So his father and mother did not know that it was from the Lord, for he was seeking an opportunity against the Philistines. At that time, the Philistines ruled over Israel. So really interesting stuff here. God. Showed him this Philistine girl and encouraged him to pursue her, I guess. Is that what I'm reading? I think so. Okay, so God was using his attraction to this girl as a tactic to get a foothold against the Philistines who'd been oppressing him for yep. 40 years.
1: Once again, a countercultural move. Right, but he didn't let
0: the parents in on it uh, at that nope. point. So. That's interesting. So then Samson takes his dad and mum to Timnah, And so they come to the vineyards of Timnah. Behold, a young lion came towards Samson roaring. Now, up to this point, we have no mention of Samson's strength whatsoever. Um, And this is the moment. I feel like if we were watching this on a video, I would have just... I would have pressed pause and... And it would have oh, dropped the
1: call again. And um, for those playing at home, the audio cut out again. I think Ryan keeps getting a lot of phone calls because he is very popular. And he's getting sweet work for his video work. And now he's ringing back and I can't answer. Yes, I can. Hello? Bumblebee Tuna? Hello? Hello Bumblebee Tuna. Hello. Check one. Hello? Yep. Yeah, I can Did you hear. Did you get a sweet
0: call? Uh no. I don't know why it dropped. Oh. That's weird. Alright. Anyway, um, um so there hasn't been any mention of Samson's strength up to this point. What uh so it is the Spirit of the Lord coming upon him in this moment? Is that where he receives his strength?
1: Yes, I think so. Okay, And the Spirit of the Lord could come on him because of his parents' uh, dedication to holiness. I see. Maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so Simba runs up to him, roaring. because it's a, it's a young lion. Uh, the Spirit of the Lord rushes upon him. I love that imagery. That mm-hmm. the Spirit just completely envelops someone. Uh, and although he had nothing in his hand, he tore the lion in pieces... Now this is an interesting statement. As one tears a young goat, have you ever torn a young goat in pieces?
1: Yeah, that's what we do in Canberra, right? Oh that's yeah, that's how you become a man. That's right. Here you go, buddy. Here's a goat.
0: I forgot. I'm, I'm so old now. It's been so long since I've undergone that initiation. But uh, maybe, yeah. maybe they
1: stopped doing it by your time. Maybe <laughs>
0: uh, by that t- by that time we just tore trolleys into pieces and threw them in like Burley Not Griffin. Much yeah, easier,
1: metal. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, but it's interesting that they use that and I wonder if that's a normal thing that young goats are easy to tear and if it's that when they... If they're referring to, like, pulled pork, like tearing the pulled pork into pieces, then it's really easy because right, the meat's that's tender. Right, that's
0: really pulled, isn't it? Super. Pull the legs right and,
1: off. Yeah, you just tear Ugh. it to smithereens. But he didn't tell his father or mother what he had done, so this must have been in secret when he was maybe taking a leak at the side of the road. Sure. Then he went down and talked with his mother, and she was right in Samson's eyes. Because he had just hulked out. He was looking great. Yeah. Then after some days, he returned to take her, and he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion, and behold, there was a swarm of bees in the body of the lion and honey. Hmm. What is the uh, significance of honey in the Bible? Do you know?
0: Uh milk and honey, that was a sign of prosperity and pleasure I guess, being able to enjoy the spoils of the land as opposed to just getting by so I guess this is uh, showing that from death, God can bring about uh, something that brings life
1: yeah, and uh, goodness and natural antiseptic Yep, that's right. Delicious. Good for you when you've got a cold. Yeah, soothe your
0: throat. I could do with a little bit of honey right now. Uh, Yeah, yo. Okay, so he scraped some out with his hands and went on eating as he went. Man, I just, I picture this guy. uh, Let me see. He's a bit like a Wookiee, isn't he? A little bit like Chewbacca. That he just tear the limbs off a lion and then he just picks up some honey just kind of laps it up like Winnie the Pooh as he walks by. Uh, and he goes on eating as as he walks and he goes to his father and mother and gives them some and they eat the honey. But he didn't tell them that he'd scraped it out of the carcass of a lion. What? I, gu- I guess you wouldn't want to tell them. If, if it hasn't touched the carcass, I guess that's okay. But man yeah. alive. Why would... What would possess the bees to build a hive Inside the carcass of a lion That was just in a field
1: Because he just wanted to see his handiwork Like, whoa, yeah, I did do that It wasn't a dream Oh, yeah. look, honey <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so his father goes to the woman And Samson prepared a feast there uh, For so the young men used to do Okay, so this this was a custom that when the parents meet the uh, the suitor or the suitee, the uh, the suitee the suitee the suitor prepares a feast. Okay, and as soon as the people saw him, the father, I guess, they brought thirty companions to be with him. So this is a sign of hospitality in a in a foreign land in an oppressive yep. land. Um, and now Samson. Pulls a bit of a Bilbo Baggins here and says, "Why don't we play a game of riddles?" And uh, I don't know why, but he just says, "Let me now put a riddle to you. If you can tell me what it is within a, the seven days of the feast, seven-day feast—that's what we're missing out on these days, folks. Seven-day feasts. That would Delicious. be amazing. Oh man. Oh, but I guess that's kind of what happens with Christmas." Because you have a big meal at Christmas, and then for the next six days you're eating leftovers. So, maybe that's what it means. I don't know. True. Anyway, uh, if you can tell me what it is by the end of the seven days, then I will give you 30 linen garments and 30 changes of clothes. So he's saying, I'll just deck you out with, with new stuff. It's like that montage scene in movies where where a rich person goes up to a poor person and says all right, you're coming with me, but you can't wear that. And then they, you see them trying on all these different outfits and they walk out of the shop wearing a fancy suit or whatever it is, a, a nice hat. Uh, uh, but if you cannot tell me what it is, then you will give me 30 linen garments and 30 changes of clothes. So he's saying, I'll deck all of you out, but if you can't, then you have to give it all to me, which is... Bold, I guess. Super bold. So he says, uh, say your riddle that we may hear it. Uh, Jeremy, why don't you take this riddle and uh, and break it down for us?
1: He says, out of the eater came something to eat. Out of the strong came something sweet. Oh, it even rhymes. I'm sure that rhymes in Hebrew and too. <laughs> definitely, it has to. Yeah. And in three days they could not solve the riddle. And it starts this uh, strange repeating theme in Samson's life that his wives would tell their people the answer to his riddles behind his back. Yep. So, on the fourth day, they say to Samson's wife, entice your husband to tell us what the riddle is, lest we burn you and your father's house with fire. So, they threaten her. Oh, goodness. And, of course, they went into the bet thinking they would win, and most saw losers... Hate that. And they probably shouldn't have done that. And so then the wife is like, Whah! You told my people a riddle and I don't even know what the answer is. Whah! And Samson says, But I haven't even told my father or my mother. Why should I I tell you? Like, you're not missing out on anything that anyone else is getting. Mm -hmm. So she keeps weeping, keeps weeping, keeps weeping. Emotional manipulation. Then finally he tells her so that she can tell her people and her people return and answer what is sweeter than honey what is stronger than a lion so he has to give the 30 things Hmm. but before he has to give the 30 things he responds if you had not plowed with my heifer you would not find out my riddle and the spirit the spirit of the lord rushes upon him again and he kills all the 30 men and he takes this spoil spoil (laughs) and gave the garments to those who had told the riddle Oh, man. Classic. So, wow. he just kills people for their garments instead of finding them out. Um,
0: Wait, okay. So, then, in hot anger, he goes back to his father's house, and Samson's wife was given to his companion, who had been his best man.
1: What? So, that wasn't the most successful or long wedding.
0: No so first of all that was a wedding i guess that yep that seven day feast was the result of it was a wedding feast makes sense we uh we had something like that with uh jacob and his two wives that was outlined outlined in detail um but that was a 14 day fast um
1: all right this is weird hello hello there are you there hello? yes
0: yes i can hear you now
1: i have to leave soon anyway okay but it's weird that it keeps cutting out
0: i think you might be uh, bumping the the end call uh volume buttons on your headphones uh
1: or it could be the input oh okay
0: all it's right
1: it's been stopping music of late Okay, so yes, I have to go, so we can wrap this chapter up. Yep, yep, that's fine. So
0: uh, it was a wedding, but because Samson goes down to Ashkelon, which is not where he was. He was at Timnah. Timnah. He goes to Ashkelon, which is a neighbouring town, kills thirty men, takes all their garments, gives them to the people that answered the riddle, um, and as a result, obviously, his bride's family is not very happy. So then apparently nope. she is given to his best man to be Ridiculous. his wife, I guess, which is different. Unexpected. Different. Yeah. All right. Um, well, we're going to start wrapping this up. Uh, Jeremy, do... Wait, brief aside. Is it your turn for a blessing or mine? Uh, mine. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so I'll leave you guys with some advice from this chapter. It is that if you play a game of riddles, don't be too arrogant. Or, if you have a really good riddle, make sure the other person can't answer it and won't schmooze up to you in order to get the answer. Like Bilbo, and poor Gollum, when he says, what have I got in my pockets, then... Gollum's like What has I got in It's filthy little Pockets It doesn't know So something like That You have to be Really sneaky When playing a game Of riddles With very high stakes And 30 garments For each person Is quite a lot And the one ring To rule them all Also quite a lot So be careful With your riddling Riddle responsibly
1: And may all Your riddles <laughs> uh, May all of Your honeys Be fresh from a carcass of a lion. Mm. And may all your Simbas be friendly. (laughs) Uh, This has been Scripture read Badly. We're on all of the social medias. Sure are. Uh, We would love interaction with us. Yep. And may all your readings of the Bible be not as bad. (laughs) See ya.